I understand it. Rectangle of mediocrity. Wow, Craig. That was some outstanding stuff. How does it tie in? You sound like a real nerd. I'm grooving. Now I'm going off on a rant. Our guests are the meat to our stale bread. It is another edition of the Channel Partners Podcast, Coffee with Craig and Kevin. I am the executive editor of Channel Partners and Channel Futures, Craig Galbraith. Joining me, as always, is our director of business development and Channel Partners Man of the Decade. So what if we're just nine months in? Mr. Kevin Morris. Kevin, how are you? Wow, Craig, that is probably the nicest introduction you've given me, uh, given all the quality people we have here at Channel Partners. Uh, granted, I think you're just giving it to me because we're only nine months in and there'll be many more that will prove themselves much more than I <laughs> the next over the remainder of the decade. But uh, doing really, really well. We just came off that virtual event. But more importantly, Craig, I want to know how you're doing. Oh, well, thank you for asking. Yeah, we're going to talk more about that Channel Partners virtual in just a moment, because after all, this is the what edition of the podcast, Kevin? Post-show edition. I love it. Sounds just as good as the pre-show edition. Very similar. I, I need to get a little more creative. <laughs> However, I have to dive into some feelings here, because this is not just the post-show edition of the podcast. I call it a very bittersweet after-school special edition of Coffee with Craig and Kevin as we are saying goodbye to our good friend, Kevin Morris. Your final episode of the podcast, buddy. Uh, this is going to be tough. Most certainly is, Craig. I was I was hoping we could get through this without having to discuss my departure and I could just, you know, fade away, as they say. But uh, yeah, this will be the last episode uh, with my brother from uh, different parents, as we often say to each other, and, and it is very bittersweet because um, I do love this team, love you, brother, but the stars, as they say, uh, kind of aligned and uh, was given an opportunity through everything going on to take a chance, uh, take a risk, if you will, and do something I've wanted to do uh, you know, my whole career, and that is to start my own business. And with all the education Channel Partners has provided and all the events and talking to all these partners, Craig, I'm actually going to be opening my own partner shop uh, after about a month of relaxing, decompressing, spending more time with the family, as well as uh, doing a lot of volunteering and, and getting back into that, something I used to do a lot more of. I feel like now more than ever, uh, we need to step up individually as well and, and help our communities. So going to do that and get back into that groove and then you know maybe about a month and a half from now uh you all will be seeing uh, the launch of uh, my new company that is so exciting i gotta say we're gonna miss you tremendously buddy but uh, knowing the great things you have ahead of you uh it's pretty exciting for sure well well thank you so much craig as i said uh there is no team better than the channel partners and channel futures team uh, everyone that works with us knows that and 
I can't wait to see all the great things you all are going to continue to do and to continue to take things to the next level, maybe virtual in the near future with Evolution Europe. And then once we get back to live, that is going to be the greatest event of all time. So I can't wait for that. And I'm going to be a part of it just, uh, you know, across the aisle, if you will. Absolutely looking forward to that. Now, you saw what I did there with the musical intro, no doubt. I did indeed, Craig. I'm guessing it's because I often say I got to jump when I have to leave a phone call for another one. And uh, you uh, serenade me with one of the many different jump songs that we heard in the beginning. And, and you know a few more, too. It's, it's very impressive. But I have spared our listeners that ugliness of me actually singing and just strung them together. Uh, ending, of course, with Van Halen's jump from 1984, of course, for our 84th episode. Wow, Craig, 84 episodes. I'm leaving on number 84. How the heck did we get this far? Uh, It's been quite a wild, strange, weird, and most importantly, fun ride. Uh, Hopefully educational for those listening there, at least from our guests. And uh, speaking of which, uh, thank you so much to all the supporters, the listeners, um, of course, you, Craig, and our team for letting me be the wacky, a little dad joke, crazy uh, person that you hear on these podcasts. For sure, my friend. If you hadn't been yourself, you wouldn't have been yourself. (laughs) Those are facts, Craig. That was deep. It was. (laughs) It definitely was. All right. Coming up on today's episode, it is a special tribute to my buddy Kevin. We will hear from some of his colleagues who are apparently sad to see him go. Shocking. Yeah. We'll also take a trip down memory lane with clips from some of Kevin's favorite episodes, which of course will be just me finding old clips of him behaving in the most doofus-like manner. And we'll (laughs) join forces for the final Coffee with Craig and Kevin movie trailer. Say it ain't so, my friend. Ah, I wish... I wish I could. This is uh, it's really hitting home, buddy. But, uh, you know, just in case our listeners are interested in actual industry content, which I'm guessing they are, uh, we have a great interview lined up with John Macario, Senior Vice President of Global Channel Marketing with Ribbon. That's just around the corner. He's going to talk to us about channel opportunities around 5G. Also, more of the solutions and resulting opportunities where Ribbon partners are finding the most success. And as if we aren't taking enough of an emotional beating from your exit, Kevin, We'll bring in another channel partner staffer who is well known to the industry. She is also leaving us for another great opportunity in the channel. Stay tuned for that. A little cliffhanger there, Craig. No doubt, Kevin, though not as cheesy as the 1993 film featuring Sly Stallone and John Lithgow. Kill a few people, they call you a murderer. Kill a million and you're a conqueror. Go figure. That film was epic, Craig. Uh, let me tell you, classic cheesy 90s action, but but a lot of fun for sure. I, I loved it too. Hey, speaking of fun, Channel Partners Virtual, of course, wrapped up here recently. It was a huge success. Uh, you want to offer our casties a little recap of the numbers? Sure, Craig. Uh, I'm always down for the math discussion. So Channel Partners Virtual, the early returns are very positive. Um, of course, you know, it's not going to be a live event and and, and it wasn't. But uh, the content really shined, and there were over 3,300 total participants at this, making it one of the largest virtual events we've seen, definitely the largest in the channel. And of those 3,300-plus attendees, 43% 
of the partner attendees were MSPs. That's more than we've had at any live event. And a large portion of that, Craig, was due to our MSP 501 awards gala, of course, and a lot of the great content that we had lined up for MSPs there. 45% of our registrants were, were new to channel partners. So we got a whole new crew joining us with the virtual platform. So that was great to see. I could tell you there was over 20,000 messages sent back and forth between the attendees, our vendors, and ourselves, quite frankly. But that is just a lot of connections being made throughout the event. So it was great to, air quotes, see everyone together communicating. The live chats during the sessions were great. I actually just learned a lot from the chat in addition to the content itself. So uh, just really fantastic collaboration from everyone all around, and, and we couldn't be prouder. Well put, my friend, and that really bodes well for the aforementioned Channel Evolution Europe virtual event coming up. And then once we get back to live shows next year, uh, bodes well there also, particularly those numbers of the new attendees. We're looking forward to seeing them in person. You got that right, Craig. And like I said, it, once we get back to live, that is going to be the biggest channel party ever. All right, as mentioned, we're going to talk to one of the sponsors of that event coming up in just a second. And then once all of that is done, Kevin, everyone should stick around to find out who will be taking your spot in the next edition of the podcast. <sighs> that certainly will be no cliffhanger. Meantime, why don't you go ahead and introduce our first guest? My pleasure, Craig. All right, please allow me to welcome in John Macario. John is the Senior Vice President of Global Channel Marketing at Ribbon. John, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing Fabulous. very well, thank you. Yeah. Pleasure to be with you. So let's, using a football reference, let's kick things right off here. And uh, could you please tell our audience a little bit about your background, John, and what led you to your current role at Ribbon? I'm going to go all the way back for just a second to let you know I am a reformed physicist. Um, somehow I found my way into marketing. That's a, a long story for another podcast. Um, <laughs> most relevant to uh, to this conversation, uh, I was running product and marketing at a company in San Jose called Edgewater Networks. And Ribbon acquired Edgewater a little over two years ago. And when I came to uh, Ribbon, uh, Patrick Joggers, our CMO, asked me to start up a channel marketing team, and that's what I've done. So you uh, sacrificed that nice weather out there on the West Coast for a little bit of snow. A lot of snow, generally speaking. Uh, starting <laughs> to look at the uh, snowblowers, this is getting to, to be October. But uh, unfortunately, my friends in California are dealing with orange air, so uh, they're not in a great place either. Right yeah. Now. yeah, yeah. That's for sure. John, you know, Ribbon is really known for a great lineup of communications, cloud and network solutions. Maybe you could spend some time here highlighting a few of those solutions and the resulting opportunities where Ribbon partners are finding uh, the most success. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I did a, a podcast a few weeks ago, and the first question someone asked me is, uh, how are your partners doing through all of the, the craziness of 2020? And my answer was, they're doing great. Like many of us in the communications industry, Ruben's partners are, you know, it's hard to say benefiting from, from the pandemic, but uh, they're, they're certainly dealing with a lot of business opportunities related to people who are work, working remotely, uh, service providers, uh, increasing the capacity of their networks and so on. So a, a couple of things really stand out to me where our partners are having great, great success. The first that comes to mind is Microsoft Teams Direct Routing. 
We have a whole suite of uh, session border controllers that are certified for Teams direct routing. And boy, things are moving very, very quickly in, in that area with people beginning to use Teams, not just as a collaboration tool, but using it as their connection to the PSTN as well. In fact, early on, back in kind of mid-March, I would say, we wanted to support our partners. So we kind of extended a trial offer that we had increasing the number of sessions and uh, increasing the length of the trial, uh, thinking it would help them get partners up quicker. About a week or so into the promotion, the woman on my team who was running the promo uh, came running to me saying, we got a problem, no one's taken up the promo. So we made a couple of phone calls and found out that no one needed the promo. Their customers were just saying, get us turned up, get us turned up now, we're, we're ready to go. And I think that's true across the unified communication landscape. At Ribbon, we refer to our edge portfolio or intelligent edge portfolio that includes cloud native SPCs and several uh, different types of premise-based uh, SPCs. They're not only used for Teams direct routing, but they support virtually every unified communication solution out there. Uh, Zoom phone, anyone running on a Broadsoft platform, and our partners are really taking advantage of that. It helps them get customers up much more quickly and really, really drives down their operational expenses relating to supporting those customers uh, over their lifetime. So glad to hear that the partners at least are, are thriving in this difficult time and solving uh, what is such a huge need for customers these days and that Ribbon is providing them that platform and, and through Teams and other integrations. And, you know, I just wish there was a, something that could solve my need for an actual quality co-host, John. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for him to lower the boom. I, I thought you were going to go with Intelligent Edge and uh, spin off of that somehow. But uh, I I laid it up for you. I thought that's where you were going as well. And uh, we, we are working on a development project for some artificial intelligence. And I'll, I'll be back to you once that's in, in a little more advanced stage. Kevin, maybe we should introduce him to uh, Digi, our digital services robot mascot, your buddy. Let's not do that because Digi will convince him to ax me and not you. So <laughs> that, 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 that wouldn't be good. And, and you know, much like my uh, high school basketball coach would say, you know, when, when you have a layup, you got to take it. Don't always pull up for three, Morris. And, and that's what I did. I took the harder insult on Craig. So my apologies there, John. That was a great pass. <laughs> but, uh, so another technology, uh, 5G, is certainly creating a lot of buzz in the channel these days. And as we all know, partners are still trying to figure out how, when, and where to get involved. Uh, Ribbon recently released a white paper and hosted a webinar on the topic. That's right, Craig. I did some research. And uh, you know, I just want to ask, John, how is Ribbon helping partners to understand the business benefits of 5G and the opportunities that come for clients as a result of it? Well, first off, let me tell you, we don't do webinars at, at Ribbon. We do live events. Um, oh, my bad. Whoops. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, I think, of, oh, boy, have we sat through a lot of webinars over the last six months, guys, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And we've been working to kind of break the mold there. And, you know, the virtual event channel partners was, was fantastic. So what we decided to do was put together a live event around the globe. Uh, we did uh, one session in APAC, one session for EMEA, and uh, one for the Americas. Uh, just yesterday, as a matter of fact, it was awesome. a 90-minute session. Guest speakers from some heavy hitters like our, our friends at Verizon, uh, our CTO, Kevin Riley, uh, gave a great talk. Some of our packet and optical uh, 
product team were on. So, and, and a bunch of industry analysts as well. And by the way, that live event is uh, available for uh, rebroadcast and uh, we'll get the URL out to people. That was really part of the educational process. Everyone has lots of questions on, on 5G. And as, as one of the analysts uh, on the, the live event yesterday said, the imperative for 5G right now is making sure that Apple and Android phones have a little 5G somewhere in the, uh, near the signal strength. But 5G is obviously about much more than that. And a lot of people are asking that question, where do they play and what's their role in this? We're hearing a lot about private 5G networks for enterprises. And I think some of our more uh, technically sophisticated partners are going to be really uh, interested in that. Critical utilities like uh, rail networks, uh, utility networks, and, and, and so on are looking at 5G as a way to solve communications problems across their network. Utility substations aren't always in the most accessible areas, and getting network out to them can be problematic. 5G can, can help with that. So I think everyone is trying to get their heads wrapped around the opportunities. And our job at Ribbon as providers of enabling technology, we feel is to help people ID those opportunities. Gaming gets talked about a lot and you know how do, how do people play in gaming? So we're working really hard to, to bring together a collection of experts to talk to the market not so much, hey, Ribbon has this and Ribbon has that. Clearly, that's important. And we feel that we've got um, some fantastic differentiators, including something called network slicing that's going to be important for a lot of these applications. But we also feel the need to educate our partner base, as well as some of our service provider customers, about what they need to be thinking about and, and doing. Some of your listeners will undoubtedly be aware that there was a big spectrum auction in the U.S. Uh, a week or so ago. And if you look at the big winners from that Spectrum auction, some names that, that pop up on the top are maybe not people that you would have thought about as, as being uh, interested in, in buying Spectrum. Utility companies, as an example, a very big one in Southern California, as a matter of fact. So I think we're still in the educational stage and beginning to move to a true deployment stage. And our message, both to our service provider customers and our partners, is now's the time to really get the planning done and build out your networks in a scalable, uh, extensible fashion so that when real 5G, not 5G running on top of LTE, is, is a reality, you're, you're ready for it and ready to deliver better services to your customers. Yeah, I think it goes without saying, John, that 5G definitely uh, one of the most exciting technologies in the channel right now. So good to hear what uh, Ribbon is doing with that. Uh, meantime, I want to take a moment to thank you for the uh, shout out for uh, Channel Partners Virtual and the success there. Uh, as Kevin likes to say, a $5 check is in the mail. However, it comes straight out of his account. So I'd be a little concerned <laughs> about that. I, I usually get at least 20, but I'll, I'll, I'll take what I can get these days. <laughs> Deposit it immediately. That's all I got to say. Who knows what's coming out of my account randomly. It's like cash. Ken. Uh, oh, there you go. <laughs> we should also thank Ribbon uh, for sponsorship, particularly our Excellence in Digital Services Awards. Uh, those were a big success, and uh, thank you for that. Well, really appreciate it. And I, I think we all missed being together for, for the live event. It's always incredibly productive, but uh, congratulations to everyone involved. I think you did a, a, a great job translating that in, into the virtual world, and Ribbon will continue to be supportive of, of that show. 
Great to hear, John. Thank hey, you. Yeah, uh, we touched on this uh, a little bit earlier, but uh, COVID-19 obviously has significantly changed the way we all work and live day to day. Uh, maybe beyond what you've done for partners and so on and so forth, uh, as a channel and industry leader, maybe you have some peer-to-peer advice, tips uh, for both partners and providers who continue yep. to navigate the channel as well as uh, their respective marketplaces through these uncertain times? Yeah, absolutely. And I think there are probably three important points. And the first one is going to sound silly, but but look, guys, whether you want to call it a new normal or or whatever you want to call it, I think the fact of the matter is this whole thing has changed the way we're going to work for a long time to come. People are going to be working from home much, much more. They're going to be thinking a little bit more before they get on airplanes. Hopefully things normalize and, you know, we can get back to to something approaching what we had. So the, the first thing I would recommend to everybody listening to this is, all right, suck it up, get yourself a decent webcam, get yourself a nice headset, and don't sound like a bad cell phone call when you're working from home, right? They've got noise canceling and so on. So it's one of the first directives I gave to my team when it was clear we were going to be remote for a long period of time. And it, it's made a big difference, not, not surprisingly, I, I suppose. Other things, if work from home is a new reality, and by the way, um, we'll come back and talk again. We're just putting a research study in market asking about 4,800 companies around the world, what were the pre-COVID environments like, what happened during the pandemic, and how do they see the future playing out in terms of people working from home? So I'm expecting to see, most of the analysts are saying somewhere between 25 and 35% of employees are going to work from home permanently now. So if that's the reality, partners need to, to take home workers into account as they're rolling services out. And we talked about unified communications and Teams and Zoom phone earlier. One of the things we're working at at Ribbon is a work from home infrastructure for, I'll call them critical workers, important workers, not to say others are not, but you know, if you're on the executive team at a company, you need to be sure that when your kids are, are playing online games and there's streaming TV apps going on in the house, there's contention for bandwidth and it results in poor service quality. If you're the CEO of an important company, you, you can't deal with that. So our work at home offer is really for our partners to take to market for executives, support teams, clearly medical workers, people like that. And I think it's a it, it's a differentiator that people can uh, that partners can can bring to kind of a, a, a different class of, of customers. And then the final thing I'll say is the world is moving to as a service. I don't know if you saw it, but Dell announced that basically they're going to have Dell as a service. And that's everything, you know, compute cycles, not only in the cloud, but on your PC as, as a service. This is just a reality. And I know that the channel understands the as a service model very, very well. They need to be working with vendors who get that at the same time, right? We can't have vendors saying, you need to make big capital purchases from us so that you can go earn it back on a month to month basis when you're serving your customers. You need as a service ready companies. I like to think Ribbon is, is, is one of those, but it's additionally a new reality. The world is moving to services. And if a partner is not there yet, it's high time to get there. 
we don't have it ready quite yet, but we are putting out uh, a little ebook in a couple of weeks that talks specifically uh, to the managed service provider community and uh, how they can make more money, different applications we see uh, being important in this work from home world, and how they can save money on the OPEX side of, of their businesses. These are things partners really need to be thinking about. That's for sure. You know, it's it's all about looking ahead and, and we're definitely going to be in this situation for the foreseeable future. So to, to suck it up, as you said, and, and be prepared is definitely great advice, John. You know, I am always competing for bandwidth nowadays. Uh, my, my wife is a paraeducator and is online all day. And then the two kiddos are virtual learning. So I, I need to find ways to to up my bandwidth, um, both both personally and on the Wi-Fi. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, definitely, definitely excellent advice. And, you know, we can't thank you enough for Ribbon support um, and for you joining us two idiots, being a former physicist, no less, on this podcast. And, and we definitely, you know, maybe another podcast sometime about that and your, your time there. Craig was thinking that was using the periodic table, but I had to remind him through the team's chat that that's actually chemistry <laughs> hey i watched breaking bad come on now it's a, it's a common it's a common common mistake and and believe me guys i'm i'm just another idiot that's how i ended up in marketing oh there you go <laughs> glad to hear well john thank you so much again for the time today absolute pleasure and, and you know all the best uh, to you and, and to the team in ribbon and, and thanks again for for your support of the show thanks both of you uh really appreciate you uh having me on and look forward to talking to you again soon thanks john like many companies doing business in the channel, Kevin, interesting to hear how, despite the challenges that the pandemic has presented, some in the partner community have been able to thrive due to the work from home trend and all of the new technologies and integrations that companies such as Ribbon have to offer. Very well said, Craig. And just think about where we'd be as a society uh, if we didn't have all this technology connecting us and keeping our kids uh, in the loop with school and their teachers and the distance learning and keeping all of us working from home and collaborating with each other and, and continuing to function and keep this economy going uh, would be a whole different picture, you know, even 20 years ago. Yeah. Can you imagine not having broadband to so many parts of the country? That's right. So very well done channel. And now. is your life. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. 84 episodes of our shenanigans. Somehow we managed to stay on the air, if you will. I think we should use this time to celebrate the top five moments in Coffee with Craig and Kevin history. Top five? How in the world are you going to find that many quality moments? I mean, surely you mean bottom five. <laughs> Let's call them the mediocre five, since we are so firmly planted in the... Ah, uh, yes. The rectangle of mediocrity. A phrase that you coined many years ago, my friend. It'll go down in infamy. Well, that would be surprising. Of course, it's worth noting that we wouldn't have any of these fun clips without the amazing industry interviews sandwiched in between. As I've said many times before... Our guests... Are the meat to our stale bread? <laughs> Sounds a little goofy, uh, that's for sure. But uh, look at us now, Craig, after 84 episodes, finishing each other's sentences. Indeed, my friend. All right, without further ado, the top five Coffee with Craig and Kevin moments of all time. Five.
buzzwords. And now, Deep Thoughts by Kevin Morris. Wow. There really are a lot of buzzwords and cliche sayings going around the channel these days. I really wish I could think of one. Words like mindshare, thought leadership, roadmap. Who are these buzzword originators? Do they get royalties for every time one of us says them? Mindshare. You're welcome, good sir or madam. Take that five cents on me. I think I might come up with Inspernovator, Channel Surfer. Am I the business development lead? Or am I a channel expansion evangelist? And lastly, why do we always park in driveways and drive on parkways? Hmm. So you just heard a little clip there, Kevin. That was from not too far into our podcasting journey. We love talking about those buzzwords. We did. We did. I definitely, there's always at any given time, as we know, maybe five to 10 popular buzzwords that you can see them growing in hotness, if you will, where, you know, two or three of the partners and vendors are saying it. And then all of a sudden it's posted everywhere. And then all of a sudden you hear 50 of them saying it and they just become, and then all of a sudden I'm saying it. It takes me a while to catch on, but definitely something that will continue throughout all industries everywhere, probably till the end of time. And you loved how it always like got under my skin as an editor, how it bugged me. You did. Uh, you know, one I that still around today is ecosystem. I know oh. that always gets you. I, I love, I love ecosystem. Not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get on to the next one. Four segments, and by segments, I'm talking about all of the little bits that we've done over the years. Where in the world is Edward Gately? That's a classic. Where in the world is? Edward Gately. Hi, this is Edward Gately, news editor with Channel Partners Online and Channel Futures. And I'm here with John Brinton, a vice, vice president of North America Channel Sales. How are you doing, John? We've got personal deep dive. We have... Wait, 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 wait. I uh, think you said that wrong. Sorry, Craig. Personal deep dive. We have... Ooh, yeah, what else we got? We have random personal question... It's random ooh-na-na. And now it's my turn, personal ooh-na-na. Craig spins the wheel and here's my question, ooh-na-na. No whammies, no whammies! The Pythagorean theorem or the Fibonacci sequence and why? Oh boy. There was the Channel's Got Talent, one of my faves. I have to ask you if you have a hidden talent that, uh, you know, maybe the channel doesn't know about yet or even some of your colleagues don't even know about yet. Yeah, I mean, this is a great, I love this. From a talent perspective, you know, I don't know how much of a talent it is, but it certainly is a passion. I've been playing guitar since I was a little kid, and I love it. So definitely a lot of fun and wackiness. Don't forget your your whimsical industry metaphors. Uh, Craig, no, 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 it's whimsical industry metaphors. (laughs) I love those segments, Kevin. 
I don't know if our listeners actually did, but uh, they always made me laugh. Well, I appreciate that. You're the one. You're the one that laughs, so that's good. As long as you get one, that's all you need. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, definitely a lot of fun doing those and, and, you know, just being ourselves, if you will, a little wacky, a little off the wall, and, and you know, definitely all about having fun. Next up, we have number three. Digi. Oh, are you sure I voted on these? How did... <laughs> How did Digi get in there? That's right. It's our digital services robot mascot, and we've had a lot of fun with him over the years. Well, y- you have, uh, you know, and you both have had a lot of fun at my expense. I- I'm not really sure how I feel about that, but he definitely has been a big part of it. He's our logo. So, uh, you know, I got to give him propers and, you know, always end on a high note. So, Digi, I love you, buddy. Especially of note is the fabulous rant that you delivered in one of the episodes when you were a little frustrated with Digi one day. He's got all the digital services tools at his fingertips. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is just unbelievable. He's a robot. He's going to be in the pool. I can't believe it. And then it's just, ugh, how does anyone have a chance? He's going to take my money now? He's, even the Twitter feed references at DigiRobot. Hashtag that bot's trying to take my spot. I mean, this is ridiculous. I, I've worked so hard on this podcast, I think I've improved a little bit. And this robot just comes in and gets everything. You know what, Digi? I'm going to be leaving for Phoenix tomorrow. I'm going to be there. I'm going to see you and Craig. We're going to handle this face-to-face, my man. I was hoping we lost that clip, Craig. (laughs) And as Gary Busey famously said in Point Break, Utah, give me two. A channel, Carol. Now, this one was definitely pretty wacky, uh, Kevin. It was probably our wackiest episode of all time. We were probably just about a year into the podcast, if that. And somehow we decided that we would go all out and uh, not really worry about if we got canceled or not. <laughs> we definitely were fearless, if you will, uh, in producing that. And and Craig, you handled most of the writing, which I have to tell you was pure genius. And it was just a lot of fun to play that out. And as you know, your channel present voice always, always made me laugh. Anyway, Ghost, uh, I can see the whole channel from up here. Over there, I can see all of the agents and VARs selling a variety of cloud services, and there's a line of them going into the first channel bank to deposit all of the recurring revenue that they're making each month. The present really seems to be good for the partner community there, Ghost. Yes, yes but, but you're, you're on the good, good side of the tracks, tracks Kevin. Kevin. Let's, Let's fly, fly over, over here. here. Sure thing, Dork. I see that it's not all roses for these partners. What happened? These These are are the the partners partners who decided decided they didn't didn't want to make make their businesses businesses better. No No unified communications communications and collaboration sales. sales. Only very limited cloud sales. sales. Only pack pack and ship data center sales. sales. They're watching their competition leave them behind. They could be making so much more money, but instead decided it's not worth their time. And meantime, Mr. President, all of their existing customers are demanding more sophisticated services, and they don't have the knowledge to provide them. That's That's right, right, Kevin. Kevin. They They just just assume assume they can hang on to those those legacy legacy customers, but they're they're choosing partners that are more adept at providing new technology. technology. Well, at least it seems a lot of those partners are doing well. For now, Kevin. For now. All that being said, I felt like we did have a good message in that uh, podcast, in that little bit that we did. We did. uh, A lot of what we talk about in that podcast and in Channel Carol actually has come true over the next few years. So kudos to us. 
<laughs> was that not humble there, Craig? Uh, maybe not a little bit. But now, if I recall, Kevin, we talked a lot about uh, various partners maybe not taking advantage of the digital services uh, that they could be selling. And, and it was quite apropos, I felt. And of course, it had a wonderful message, just like a channel carol or a Christmas carol. Uh, had in the end. So it, it was a feel-good episode of the podcast. What a lovely yarn that was, Craig. <laughs> Here we go. Without further ado. It's number one. Now, this is one we have replicated many times on the podcast because of its sheer greatness, so I say. This is where we take a popular movie genre and create a movie trailer for the podcast. Craig, definitely the original movie night, one of my favorite episodes, uh, at least from what you and I do for the episode, the the little piece of value that we add. We had a ton of fun making it. I, I think it came out pretty well. Uh, we did get some good feedback from at least our team and, and my parents. So that was good. Obviously, all our guests are great from every episode and what they bring. But for what we bring, this was definitely my favorite. Once in a generation, an everyman's hero emerges from out of nowhere to take on his rivals in the podcasting world. This generation, there are two. Hey, Kevin, who'd you line up as our guest for this week? Wait, what? I thought you were doing it. Are you kidding me? When the pressure builds, the masses look to them for answers and questions. Hey, Craig. Do you have those questions ready for our next guest? Uh, not yet, Kev. How much time do I have? It's in five minutes. Five minutes? I'm on it! The lights are up. The microphones are ready. The intensity builds. They have to be on their game. The human torch was denied. A bank loan. Okay, I've got this. Let's go! And we've got some great stuff lined up for Panel Charters Revolution. Ah, oh, Jiminy Crickets, Craig. Can we start that part again? And just when they appear to be out of time, Man, that was a great show, Kevin. I love it when a plan comes together. Light them if you got them. Like what? We were rolling? Coffee with Craig and Kevin. With a vengeance. Yippee-ki-yay, channel disruptors. <laughs> I, too, had a lot of fun doing that, and uh, we're going to do another one here in just a bit. So there you go. The top five Coffee with Craig and Kevin episodes of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just hope everyone's still listening, Craig, and actually got to number one. <laughs> and don't go anywhere, everyone. We will do our final Coffee with Craig and Kevin movie trailer in just a bit. Over the years, we've done action, coming of age, horror, even space. I like that one. But appropriately, our final trailer will be a real tearjerker. So stay tuned. All right, Kevin, we talked earlier that you're not the only esteemed member of our team who is going to be leaving us. The other one is Chris Blackman, our Senior Content Director, Director of the MSP501. You've got so many titles, Chris, <laughs> I, I just don't always know which one to go with. But thanks for joining us on the podcast to talk a little bit about you. My pleasure. <laughs> Talking about me is always one of my favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of folks associated with the MSP501 know you and what you've done. 
also with the direction that you've taken our shows as the content director for Channel Partners Conference and Expo, Evolution, Channel Partners Virtual, whichever shows we have been able to roll out here in the past year, particularly the virtual show. Talk a little bit about uh, what it's meant to you to be a part of our team and uh, just put you on the spot a little here and, and some of the things that you've been able to do while you've been here. Uh, sure. So, you know, I came on to this team originally at Penton and I was hired to be the VAR guy, which let me tell you how much fun that was having a cross-gender name and a title <laughs> and a male identifier in it. So I spent the first uh, year of my career here being called the VAR gal, which is uh, super enjoyable. <laughs> and uh, then upon the um, acquisition of Penton by Informa, I came over as a content director working underneath Lorna Gary and Art Whitman. You know, we had the first year that was just kind of getting integrated, getting all of the teams kind of pulled together and rebranding the old Penton sites into Channel Futures. And then a few years ago, Lorna and TC Doyle handed me this project that nobody wanted to do. It was just a whip every year. That's kind of where I thrive, I think. <laughs> Challenge accepted. So we dove in, uh, up me and the entire team, to the MSP 501 and immediately started growing the application pool, growing the program. And over the last couple of years, we have grown applications by 40% uh, since that oh, initial wow. year. We've taken the 501 from just a ranking list and we've built a market intelligence program around it, an educational series. Uh, we started the MSP 501 Gala a couple of years ago, the Academy Awards for MSPs. Okay. And, and then the community, which has really been my favorite part of it, is creating the 501er community and really getting some discussions and peer networking and connections going on. So that probably is the most rewarding part of that whole endeavor. And then it made it pretty easy because I was, you know, at that point so familiar with the MSP channel and getting the crash course in the telco channel to dive into programming the shows. And especially underneath Lorna, who just was the best mentor that anyone could ask for. And at one point um, told me to just stop emailing her <laughs> with questions <laughs> that I was going to do and come to her when I screwed up. So we were able to do a lot of really fun things. We programmed this show. As you both know, we uh, programmed, marketed, and sold this show in 2020 three separate times. And <laughs> so as, as exciting and gratifying as it was to see it all come together, it also was a big relief to just have that behind us and the whole team and, and see all of the positive responses from the industry. Yeah, absolutely. The MSP 501 and the growth of that have been so hugely important to our brand. Uh, bringing more managed service providers into our audience, uh, that's that's probably been uh, the most important thing that you've done. And certainly the content at the shows, this last show, uh, it was spectacular. It, it covered the gamut. There was something for everybody. We had a number of rock stars on the virtual stage and uh, Kevin, we're going to miss Chris for sure. Uh, you've definitely got that right, Craig. I don't know if you've had the opportunity, Craig, to see Chris in action at, at other events. We went to, I believe it was a CompTIA event last year, Chris, and I kept bumping into MSPs and every single one of them talked about how much they really enjoyed working with you. And I would simply say, well, Chris is here. And then it was like I was Santa Claus. 
you know, they were like, oh my gosh, where, where can I, how, take me over to her. And, and so, and I made a lot of friends just by saying that you were at CompTIA. So thank you for that. And, you know, just that connection. And we had talked about it before we jumped on here that you have with the 501ers is, is simply incredible and uh, something that, you know, I hope that we can continue to have even after, after you move on, which you won't be too far. And we'll get to that in just a second. But I do also want to ask you about another big project you recently took on here at Channel Partners, a very timely, a very sensitive, a hot topic, and that is that of diversity and inclusion. And you have really, really poured your heart and soul into it, and it showed, especially at Channel Partners Virtual. Can you tell our audience a little bit about that? Yeah, this is actually something that I find myself grateful for every day that we were able to do before I leave. So back this past spring with the murder of George Floyd, our team felt very strongly about coming out in support of racial equity, Black Lives Matter, human rights, uh, standing against police brutality. As you may or may not be aware, the channel is not necessarily the most diverse of industries. Uh, It is pretty overwhelmingly Caucasian and male, by the way. So our team, though, really felt strongly. I'll never forget that initial conversation. It was a couple of hours long that we didn't just want to issue a statement in support of BLM. We wanted to come out to the industry with an actual action plan and some concrete steps that we were going to take. And one of the things very early on that we did was create a coalition of voices from vendors, distributors, analysts, consultants, partners, just all across uh, the industry. I think we're up to about 45 members now. And we landed on a couple of key missions that channel partners and channel futures could really make an impact on. So our mission over here at Informa is to help partners better their businesses. So it was really important to us to set up our advocacy in those terms, kind of pointing out how diversity amongst your workforce, amongst your leadership team, and amongst your customers is really a great thing for business. And then the other thing that we landed on was that we have a very powerful platform. And one thing that you hear over and over again when you're talking about diversity is how important it is for people of color to see themselves represented in the media. So we have um, a powerful platform in our two media sites and in our three annual shows And so that was one of the things that we as a team decided on very early was that it became our responsibility to make sure that we were showcasing people of color on all of our different platforms. So we were very proud of the fact that 30% of our speakers for Channel Partners Virtual were professionals of color. It was a big milestone for us, and we've received a ton of feedback about that. Very positive people wanting to get involved. And then, Craig, you've done a stupendous job on the media sites, creating separate sections for diversity and inclusion, tasking our editorial team to really make sure they're developing sources that are people of color. And I think that's really where we'll be able to make the most impact, or y'all will be able to make the most impact. I'm lucky that I'll be able to stay stay on as chair of that Allies of the Channel Council um, after I leave. And um, that's a, a definite blessing for me that I'm very grateful for. Absolutely. Uh, It's been a terrific initiative, Chris, and uh, we look forward to seeing that group grow and thrive here in the next few months and uh, hopefully years as well. So let's uh, discuss uh, briefly, at least, uh, where you're headed. It's a great place because it's a group that uh, we already work with very well here at the Channel Partners and Channel Futures brands. 
Yeah, so I'm headed over to JS Group, which is a pretty high-end consultancy um, here in the channel, working hand-in-hand -hand with Janet Shines as their chief channel officer. And yes, I can't avoid saying that part of the reason why I am headed over to that shop is because JS Group and Channel Partners are kissing cousins. And we <laughs> work so closely together on so many different initiatives that you guys can't get rid of me completely. I'm not going far. <laughs> now, it feels like we're losing you, but not losing you at the same time. So, so that's good news for sure. Best of both worlds. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Chris, thanks for your time. Best of luck. Uh, like we said, you're not going far, so we're going to look forward to working with you a lot going forward, uh, just as we have here. The only difference is I won't be able to instant message you all the time like I, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> I will miss that. Absolutely. <laughs> thanks so much, guys. Thanks for everything, Chris. All the best. So you can't say more about Chris, uh, Kevin. Uh, it's going to be hard to say goodbye to both of you guys. I've worked so closely with each of you. You know, it's not about me, but it is. <laughs> <laughs> As usual, Craig, I, I have to tell you, I mean, Chris has been a real force of nature uh, for this brand, for the MSP 501. Just if you haven't been able to see her interact with partners uh, like I have at some other industry events in addition to our own, just the connection she has with the partner community, with the vendor community is so strong. And uh, it's really, uh, I was shocked to hear, and, but uh, you know, she's got a great opportunity down the line. So looking forward to seeing all the great things Chris continues to do for the channel uh, in the future. All right, my friend, as promised, loyal casties, like it or not, the final original Coffee with Craig and Kevin movie trailer. The worst part of you leaving, Kevin, is that I'm going to have to come up with a bunch of new bits. Yeah, but based on the amount of effort you put into them, really shouldn't be very hard, Craig. Ouch. Okay, then. Let's just get to the theme, brother. That's right. Tearjerkers. Four and a half years ago, they entered into the unknown, forging a relationship that few thought would be historic. Hey, Kevin. I don't know how long this podcast is going to last, but I'm excited to give it a shot. I would rather have 30 minutes of wonderful than a lifetime of nothing special. Weirdo. Paraphrasing Ernest Hemingway, every true story ends in a podcast. Well, this is a true story. Do you think our podcast bond can take us away together, Kevin? I think it can do anything we want it to do. Well, except this. You're staying, remember? Oh, yeah. Over the years, the bond between Craig and Kevin grew. Despite the frequent insults, they had each other's backs. Here goes. I guess what I'm trying to say is, you make me want to be a better co-host. That's maybe the best compliment of my life. Their bond, unbreakable even when Kevin was at a loss for words. You're my co-host, Kevin. You've always been my co-host. Ditto. And even in the hardest of times. I waited for you. I'm here now. I want to go. Are you sure? Are you really sure? Absolutely. Okay, then get going. I've still got Digi. <laughs> Digi!
Well, see you, Craig. It's been a real pleasure. I'm so stupid. Somehow I thought when he finally went, it would be a relief. Oh, my podcast brother. Coffee with Craig and Kevin. The final podcast. Not in theaters or on demand anywhere. Come back. Come back, Kevin. Oh, my goodness, Craig. What, what, what an amazing trailer. Oh, my goodness. I could not agree more. Now, if you're a fan of tearjerker movies, you may have recognized that we borrowed a bit from Terms of Endearment, Beaches, Ghosts, Steel Magnolias, Brian's Song, The Notebook, Titanic, and As Good As It Gets. Now, if you haven't seen these movies, forget what I just said. That script was completely original. <laughs> While we borrowed from those movies, we certainly did not give anything back because uh, the acting in that trailer was awful, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and one more thing in the tribute, my friend. I lined up a few of your sales colleagues to share some of their thoughts on losing you from the team and wishing you good luck in the future. Kevin, my brother from another mother. I am so sad to be leaving you this message, but I wish you all the best in your next chapter of your career. I have so enjoyed working with you, and I am just so grateful to call you my friend. Your funny commentary, music, and the joy you bring to the team will so be missed. There's no such thing as goodbye in my world. I love you, man. There will be no one that could ever fill your shoes. Hey, Kevin. Bruce Kidd here saying hello for your final awesome podcast. I just want to say it has been an absolute pleasure working with you, brother. You're an incredible teammate and, most importantly, a wonderful person. I'm going to miss working with you, but this is not a goodbye because we'll stay friends forever. I wish you all the best and thank you so much for everything you've done, not only for our group at Channel Partners, but also for me and all of our joint sales efforts. What can I say about Kevin Morris? He is the hunter, the motivator, the leader, focused 100% on his customer success. He will do absolutely anything to help a friend, biggest heart, most genuine, funny, awesome person I've ever met. Wishing you much success and happiness, and we are going to miss you. Cheers to you, my friend. Kevin Morris, it's been such a roller coaster of a journey over the past five years. You've been such a true friend and a big brother to everybody on our team. I know you're going to do amazing things in this next chapter of your career. You will forever be our chemo and a lifelong member of our team. We love you so much. Hey, Kevin. My biggest regret is not having been able to work with you longer. I just want to thank you for your uncanny ability to make me feel like you were always in the trenches with me, no matter what. Your humor and willingness to help talk through a challenge that I was having made you a really invaluable asset for me here. You're also a master at giving others the credit for a joint project, and that never went unnoticed. Wishing you all the success in the world and hoping to stay in touch. So take good care, and we will miss you. Kevin Morris. You're the man, the myth, the legend, the beast in the East. We've had some great times, some incredible times, really. And uh, I wish you nothing but the best. Appreciate everything that you've done. I appreciate the friendship that we've been able to build. And uh, I'm really looking forward to staying in touch with you and seeing everything that you're going to be doing. Best of luck. And I am always here and happy to help, bud. Kevin, I'm going to really miss you, man. We've been great friends this past five years that you've been here, and you are more a brother than a friend. Good luck in your next endeavor. 
and uh, I know we'll always stay in touch. All right, buddy. Our final closing tune in the Kevin era, Owner of a Lonely Heart, released in 1983, finished 1984 as the number eight song. This, buddy, reflects how I will feel going forward. My brother from different parents, thanks for all the great times. It was great to be able to offer a tribute to you in this final podcast together. Seems like this is just as much about you as it was about me. What's that? Oh, nothing. I I, I greatly, greatly appreciate this tribute, Craig. (laughs) Well, on behalf of the entire team at Channel Partners and Channel Futures, we are going to miss you an absolute ton. We, of course, will keep tabs on you in your new business venture. Craig, I said it earlier in the podcast, but I have to say it again. Uh, Nothing but love for the Channel Partners and Channel Futures team. Uh, Check that. Channel Partners and Channel Futures family. So much fun. I've grown so much working with all of you and being inspired by you. Uh, I've watched all of you grow and, and take on so many different things, including going virtual in about two months uh, and crushing it. So uh, it's been an honor and, and a very humbling experience working with all of you is the fact that you took me in with all my dorkiness. I, I just can't say how much I appreciate that. And thank you for that, buddy. It's going to be tough around here without you. Now, last but certainly not least, next week I'll be joined by a new co-host. Oh my gosh. Just say it already. It's Digi, our digital services robot mascot. Seriously? I thought we'd been joking all this time about him trying to take my spot. Honestly, Craig, I don't see that going so well. Oh yeah? Why not? Don't say I didn't warn you, but he's kind of a one-trick and one-sound-effect bot. Uh, Sounds like sour grapes to me, but uh, we'll see. (laughs) If you'd like to download the archives of Coffee with Craig and Kevin, just go to SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts, type in Channel Partners Online into the search bar, or you can find us on the flagship. Kevin, for the last time, what is it? ChannelPartnersOnline.com Thanks so much for joining us, everybody, and we'll see you again next time. Thanks again for everything, Channel. See you on the other side of the aisle.